This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 990 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Eventing Radio Show, where Nate Chambers and Joe Meyer talk about using a stopwatch properly for cross-country. And then after their tip, I'll put in my two cents. Hey, everybody. It's time for the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week, and here's Debbie to tell us all about it. This month, I'm going to be featuring the Bee Vertigo Vicky Vest with Detachable Sleeves. But that's just one piece of the Bee Vertigo Winter Collection that we have in stock here at Equestrian Collections and ready to ship out. But the one I picked to talk about today is the Vicky Vest with Detachable Sleeves, and that's because I think it's a great idea. Um, it's two pieces of clothing in one for the same price. This Bee Vertigo is a very high-end line of clothing um, from, the, from the company Whores, which people are very familiar with. And um, it has, uh, a, it's a winter jacket, it's waterproof, it's a waterproof jacket and breathable, of course. Um, it's got a little hood. There's all kinds of pictures on our website, which is www.equestriancollections.com. And the best part is you can take the sleeves off and it becomes a vest. So it is a little expensive. It's about, it's uh, around $220, but it's two pieces of clothing in one. And we have them in stock in all sizes and ready to ship. Uh, they come in these particular one, this particular coat comes in two colors, a peacock dark blue and a gray, and those pictures are both on the website. We also have a lot of the other Bee Vertigo winter line in stock, so give us a look. That's awesome. I particularly like the gray one. That's very attractive. I'm going to have to check into that. Thanks so much, Debbie, and we'll see you again next week. Joe, we've got a, a question from one of our listeners, Anna, and she, uh, she wants to know about using her, her cross-country watch. She's just moved up to the training level and is starting to use it. And um, one of the things she wants to know is um, should she be setting her watch for the optimum time or the speed fault time or a time in the middle where she wants to come in? You know, what, what do you think is the best way to do it? I mean, different people have different ways of going about it. Well, I... It's a good question, Nate, and um, I believe she's using an optimum time watch. And with this watch, you can set it to go up or down. Now, Anna, this is completely personal preference. And my personal preference is to press start as I leave the box and know what the optimum time is in my head. Okay, Um now, some That's, riders will write it on their arm or put their minute markers on their arm as well. Yeah, some some riders set the optimum time on the watch. It's another feature of the watch can do. They'll set it on the watch and have it count down backwards. Now, okay? that's what I do. Now, yeah, well, me with my brain, <laughs> Nate, um, the way I like <laughs> to do it is, is, especially when you get to longer things like and you're starting to count minute markers and stuff, number one minute marker for me 
is number one and two and three and four. And so when I look down at my watch, I like to see when I hear it beeping, I look down and I see it beeping one or beeping two. And for me, I find that less complicated, you know. Now, when you come to setting it towards the speed faults, I think it's important that you know exactly how many seconds the speed faults are and you work to your optimum time. It's it's a completely uh, personal preference thing, but, you know, the way that my brain works, I'd like to press go. I mean, some people set it for 10 seconds before and press it before they leave when the, the starter says the countdown says 10, presses their button, and, and then as they leave, it starts off by going from zero. You know, there's lots of – there's a million different ways to do it, but for me, it's um, mm-hmm. press go as you leave, know your time, know exactly how many seconds you've got for your, for your speed faults and work it that way. And now my two cents. A key component to using your watch effectively on cross-country is to practice at home. Don't just practice turning it on and off. Set yourself up a cross-country course scenario. Countdown, start, ride a predetermined course, whether it's short or long, jumps or not, and then check your time at waypoints that you have created. Learn to look at the watch, absorb the information on it, and put it to good use without losing either your mental focus or your position on the horse. Well, there you go. Make sure you have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free, that's right, free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. Learn how you can support the Horse Radio Network and qualify for cool Auditors-only perks by going to horsetipdaily.com and clicking on the Become an Auditor banner in the center of the page. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.